forest mist clings to your skin. Your footsteps crunch from leaves so thin. Lie down and turn the lights down low, like sitting by the fire's glow. The typewriter clacks loud and steady, on until the tale's ready. We'll find no way to plan ahead, no choice. All chance always misled, so settle close in candles dim, and listen to The Buddy's Grim. Buddy's Grimm invite you to read along with us using the text chapter provided on our website. Happy reading. The Mortal Quarry. Chapter 5. You airheaded scumbag doctor! I have never heard those insults in my existence, but I assume they're quite rude, said Dr. Saltzman flatly. We need to go. You're packed? No, I'm not. Revive my brother! Nejma bellowed. Jose stood between the ghost and his best friend, wide-eyed. Kenneth Laid sprawled at their feet. His bronze skin had drained to a waxy tan color. Dr. Saltzman huffed impatiently. I can't do that, Nejma, because that is not your brother. Nejma opened her mouth, but only spluttering sounds came out. Oh no, Jose gasped suddenly, throwing his hands over his mouth. Oh no, I get it. A specter took over Kenneth's body? Finally, someone with some sense. Dr. Saltzman sighed. Nejma stuttered some more, until finally bursting out, That! He! He was talking like Kenneth! She released a long, hissing breath through her teeth, as though to calm herself down. It didn't work. Her eyes still flashed dangerously. I know how my brother sounds, she said, speaking each word slowly and darkly, like lines of her goth poetry. That was my brother. Dr. Saltzman tapped her chin in thought. You know, I was surprised how eloquent he sounded for a specter. But no, he was definitely a specter. And still is. Nejma growled, her shoulders shaking with fury. Jose piped up quickly. But, uh, um, how do you know? Like, if Nej doesn't sense it, how can you? I'm dead, Jose, said Dr. Saltzman bluntly. And a better necromancer. And I happen to have been studying specters for over 20 years. Look, I can prove it. She rose her misty hand over Kenneth's body, releasing a few drops of black gunk. As they dripped onto his chest, redness bubbled up to the surface, a goo resembling candle wax, and the remains of the old man in the morgue. I don't care, Nejma growled. She was blinking very fast. I don't care if he's a specter or not. Just wake him up. Wake him up! Dr. Saltzman opened her mouth, then closed it with a sigh. When she stayed silent, Nejma released a wordless, strangled sound, then dropped to her knees. She ran her shaking hands over Kenneth's body, spilling black goop from her palms as she tried desperately to make her dead brother wake up. Jose wiped a tear from his eye and looked up at Dr. Saltzman. Please bring him back, he said. He's all the family Nej has left. Dr. Saltzman's face, which had been hard and cold since Kenneth entered the room, softened. Nejma, she said quietly. Nejma didn't respond too busy fumbling over Kenneth's corpse. Nejma, I'll wake him. Jose breathed a sigh of relief. Thank goodness. About time! Nejma glared up at Dr. Saltzman. Do it then! Still, Dr. Saltzman didn't move. She looked at Jose. 
Would you deliver that medicine to Fafestaniog's doctor? Oh, sure, said Jose, looking between Nejma and Dr. Saltzman. That's my mom, so I can also say... He swallowed hard. Say bye, I guess. Just in case we decide to, you know. Yeah, I should see her. He glanced between the ghost and his best friend one last time, before hefting the medicine over his shoulder and slipping out of Nedjma's bedroom. Your brother has plenty of time, Dr. Saltzman said gently. It takes a full 30 minutes before a spirit moves past the point of return. Now listen to me. Her voice turned stern here because Nedjma had just opened her mouth to interrupt. I have never encountered a specter inside a human body before. Not anywhere, but... But the mountain's mouth. And I've definitely never heard of a specter using full sentences. I can only hypothesize that, for some reason, this specter has been living dormant inside your brother. Nejma's face contorted in disgust. Like... like a parasite? Perhaps, said Dr. Saltzman. Something I didn't think possible. What this means is... Well, they could be anyone. And they could be everywhere. Oh, perfect, said Nejma. She looked a little green. Quite the opposite, said Dr. Saltzman, confused. She shrugged it off. So our two-week deadline may be a little closer to one week. You're just a bucket of good news, aren't you? Nejma muttered. Probably super fun at parties. Says the angst-riddled necromancer poet, Dr. Saltzman sniffed. Perhaps you should summon your rat back. She seems to calm you down. Nejma had released Chanel's stamp into the kingdom of Erythiel an hour earlier, before they entered the diner. But Nejma only shook her head. She doesn't like it when I'm upset, Nejma grunted. Ghosts are too observant. Dr. Saltzman's glow flickered. Nejma's face twitched, as if she suddenly realized who else her words applied to. There's something else as well, said Dr. Saltzman, moving past the uncomfortable moment. Your brother is not, well, to be frank, not an obvious candidate for hosting a specter. Not important or powerful or connected, right? Harsh, said Nejma, but true. Dr. Saltzman nodded, sighing. So I would have to assume that someone, whoever is behind this whole thing, already knows you are a powerful necromancer. Nejma's eyes popped open, then narrowed to slits. How? Well, you haven't exactly been hiding it, robbing Faraday you and all that, Dr. Saltzman pointed out with a single musical laugh. (laughs) I have been hiding it, Nejma protested. I've never been caught. I mean, besides today. And one other time. Shockingly, Dr. Saltzman didn't look impressed. Faraday U is one of the top schools in the Allied Peaks. You think they're not monitored by the High Council? Nejba blinked. And you think the High Council is behind this? Either that or the enemy keeps very good spies, Dr. Saltzman said solemnly. Her glowing blue eyes dropped down to Kenneth, then met Nejma's brown ones. So, what do we do? It was the first time Dr. Saltzman had ever offered Nejma the lead. Nejma stared at her a long moment, a bit of blood rising in her face. He comes with us, she said at last. He can't tell anybody what we're doing if we've got him under surveillance. And maybe you can, um, do some science or whatever and help us prepare for... for the mouth of the mountain and what we'll find there. Dr. Saltzman's face lit up. In fact, her whole body lit up, glowing brighter with excitement. You've decided? You'll help me? They put a specter in my brother, said Nejma. Now it's personal. Thank you, Nejma. Louise beamed, sparkling a little, before her ethereal body dimmed back to its normal luminance. So we wake him and take him, she summed up. Oh, look, I rhymed. We tell him the truth and make him tell us everything he knows, said Nejma. 
if he knows anything. Some of the truth, Dr. Saltzman corrected. We don't know how well they can communicate with their mystery leader. Right. Nejma released a long, deep sigh. And then I get to spend some quality time with the Onion Lord. Dr. Saltzman blinked, then broke out into a high-pitched giggle. <laughs> what a title! She swooped low over Kenneth's body, outstretching her hand. Then she paused. I'm sorry for killing him, Nejma, she said quietly. I only wanted to protect you and Jose. Being dead this long, I've forgotten what it feels like. Having family. Luis tapped Kenneth's chest, releasing several bubbles of necromantic residue. He stirred. Kenneth! Nejma breathed his name like a broken sigh, dropping down and shaking his shoulder. Come on, idiot, get up! Then Kenneth opened his eyes and Nejma's whole body froze. His eyes were totally blood red. Good soul, he rasped. You? Ditsprained dipstick barf bag of a ghost! Oh no, we're back to insults, said Dr. Saltzman. What? What's going- Eyes! Nejma spluttered. Yes, I see. Dr. Saltzman hovered over Kenneth, grabbing his chin and inspecting his face. Hmm. Yes. She dropped his face and announced, I have no idea what is happening right now. Oh, totally awesome! Nejma exploded. She jumped to her feet, hurling out a very unpoetic series of curses. Meanwhile, the specter clambered up as well. He raised his fingers, flexing and sniffing them, then started clumsily inspecting the room. Nejma! 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 Dr. Saltzman shouted over her. You can continue to insult me, but please do it as you pack. Nejma went absolutely still a second, murder in her eyes, before doing just that. She whirled around the room, throwing books and clothes into a backpack. And another thing! She cut off, scanning her bedroom, then grunted, kitchen. She snatched the Dark Poet's toolkit out of the specter's mouth. He'd been gnawing on its corner, shoved it into her backpack, then grabbed his hand and dragged him into the hallway. Dr. Saltzman followed after, just in time to receive another barrage of top-volume complaints. What do we even call him? It. Him. Ugh! Nejma said, while angrily stuffing fruit rollums into her bag. I'm not calling that thing Kenneth. Not Kenneth? Dr. Saltzman suggested. Ex-Kenneth? Ooh, I particularly like anti-Kenneth. Anti-Kenneth didn't acknowledge either of them, rifling through the fridge and murmuring, Bad food. No souls. It's not a joke, Saltzman, Nejma growled. She rounded on the ghost, as though something had just occurred to her. Where did my brother go? Where is my brother? He's in there, he's in there, Dr. Saltzman promised swiftly. Can't you sense him? I can't sense anything, that's not how it works, Nejma snapped. I feel cold spots where dead things are, that's it. Unreal, said Dr. Saltzman, shaking her head. You may be gifted, but you're still in desperate need of a teacher. A soda can flew through the air and Dr. Saltzman's head, then exploded against the kitchen wall. Anti-Kenneth looked up in mild surprise. Well, that was just rude, said Dr. Saltzman. How many times do I have to say it? Nejma bellowed. I don't want to be a necromancer! Her voice cracked several times, as though she hadn't screamed this loud in years. Given Nejma's distrustful personality and her habit of grumbling, this very well may have been true. Dr. Saltzman looked on the verge of arguing, but seemed to think better of it. Well, regardless, your brother is alive in there. Just not in the driver's seat, it would seem. And you really can't put him back? Nejma asked through gritted teeth. I really can't. I have no idea what's happening inside Kenneth's body. But for now, we should just treat the whole situation as if Kenneth no longer exists. 
A long, still silence followed. And then, If you weren't a ghost, I would kill you right now! Flying into a rage, Nejma started lobbing bottles of sauces, pickle jars, and soup cans right through Dr. Saltzman, which made Auntie Kenneth groan loudly. <sighs> then he opened the fridge and ripped into a box of warm pockets. All that family garbage! With each word, Nejma lobbed a new food product, not even flinching as they exploded against the wall. And then you say that? The kitchen's only door swung open, and Jose stepped into the room, grinning. Hey guys, I've got... He cut off, staring at the scene. Nejma, breathless and brandishing a box of Pac-Mac cereal. Foods and soda splattered across the far wall. And a blank-faced, red-eyed anti-Kenneth, shoving four half-frozen warm pockets into his mouth. Oh, Jose said weakly. Good news, said Dr. Saltzman, looking, if possible, more dead inside than usual. Nejma has agreed to accompany me to the mountain's mouth, which I assume means you'll also be joining us. Jose's mouth fell open. He looked at Nejma with wide eyes, as though waiting for her to burst out. Psych! When she didn't, he said faintly, Gnarly. Good addition, growled Nejma, before rounding on Dr. Saltzman and chucking the pack Mac cereal. And as for you, Nejma, if we're going to work together, you really shouldn't be- You shouldn't kill people's brothers, you ditz-faced, bimbet-brained! The two kept on going. Jose blinked a few times, shook his head, then approached anti-Kenneth. The 26-year-old had started gagging on the warm pockets. Uh, hey, buddy, said Jose timidly. Remember me? Or do you need... Anti-Kenneth interrupted him by letting the slobbery warm pockets slide from his mouth. They hit the floor with a wet shtuck. Good soul, he wheezed, leaning so close into Jose that their noses nearly touched. Though his flat red eyes could have been looking anywhere, all his focus was, clearly, directed onto the small teenager. Nejma Sanders! Dr. Saltzman bellowed, raising her voice for the first time. She and Nejma hadn't noticed Jose and Anti-Kenneth, too busy locked in their own personal combat. Guys? squeaked Jose. The two ignored him. I understand you're angry. I've made a social faux pas. Louise hesitated. I'm... I haven't always... Social interactions were not my strong point when I was alive, either. Nejma scoffed. Oh, really? she said dripping with venom and sarcasm. Could have fooled me. But this is not my fault, Dr. Saltzman pressed on. This is the fault of the enemy, whoever they are. I didn't force a specter into Kenneth's body. But you killed him and made this, this thing take over, Nejma threw back. Somehow. Guys, said Jose. Somehow, Dr. Saltzman agreed, not taking her eyes off Nejma. I would never have used necromancy if I'd known this would be the result. This anger, forgive me, but it's misdirected. Save it. Use it. Nejma clenched her fists, glaring at the floor. Then her expression sank. Save it. Use it. She repeated under her breath. But we still don't even have a way down the mountain. It's toxic. And the suits. Forget what Jose said. They're bogus. Guys, said Jose yet again. Well, there is a way necromancers can... Well, let's call it a last resort, said Dr. Saltzman. You keep mentioning suits. You mean high council protection suits? HCP suits, yeah, said Nejma. But they're totally miss, right? Dr. Saltzman stroked her chin. Well, I've never seen any on this mountain, but Demon Wall Mountain is hardly a technological center. No, that would be Marinon Mountain, Nejma finished for her. 
Yeah, that's the tech and culture peak. Here, Demon Wall, it's the medical hub. Who are these clarifications for? I've lived here for three times as long as you have, Dr. Saltzman reminded her. I'm just thinking out loud, Nejma retorted. But guys, Jose bellowed. Finally, the two turned. Dr. Saltzman gasped. Nejma's face drained. The entire front of Jose's shirt was drenched in blood. Oh my God. Nejma rushed up to him, Dr. Saltzman on her tail. How How did did this happen? Are you hurt? Nejma demanded. Where are you bleeding from? Dr. Saltzman pressed. I'm not, Jose said quickly, and the two visibly relaxed. Nejma punched his arm. Ouch, Jose yelped. The blood, it's not from me, it... (sighs) Helplessly, he motioned to anti-Kenneth. Nejma's face flushed green again. Currently, anti-Kenneth was halfway through devouring two fistfuls of raw meat. He noticed them looking and lifted his blood-smeared face from his right fist. Better food, he announced. Once held a soul. He considered his left fist. A steady trickle of blood poured from between his fingers. But not good food, he corrected. Oh my god, Nejma gagged. My sentiments exactly, Dr. Saltzman agreed, wrinkling her nose. I couldn't get him to stop, said Jose, his voice a few octaves higher than usual. He cleared his throat. But I was trying to tell you before. He grabbed Nejma's and Dr. Saltzman's hands in either of his own. For the first time, both seemed to notice the overstuffed backpack he was wearing. I told my mom the truth, he said, his eyes suddenly shining. The whole truth. She's wicked. She totally believed me. And, well, she gave me an idea. Really, said Dr. Saltzman. She believed, just like that. You don't know Dr. Alexander, Nejma told her. That woman believes all her patient's symptoms, whether or not they make sense. That's why she's such a good doctor. Listen, pressed Jose. Nejma, we're super bad about sneaking into places, right? Dr. Saltzman looked lost. I would say you're fairly good. Sorry, bad means good. It's a slang thing, said Jose. But Dr. Saltzman, you're a ghost, the best at sneaking. He looked between them one last time, and his big brown eyes grew, if possible, even bigger. The expression could have come from excitement or terror. There's a plane leaving from Faraday Castle tonight, headed straight for Maranon Mountain. If anywhere's got HCP suits, they do. So, how do you guys feel about being stowaways? I dare you. Hello, it's Buddies Grimm, starring the buddies who are Grimm. It's me, my name's Casey, and I'm here to say that was my chapter I just read, and 
we're going to talk about it today. Woo! Boo, that was a stretch boo, boo, for a rhyme. That was a sick beat. And I did it. Barely. I'm Luna. I'm not going to rhyme for you, but that's that's my name. Don't wear it out. That's my game. Don't wear it out. Uh, <laughs> hi. We don't normally, like, introduce ourselves, I just realized, on the show. So I figured I would, like... Like, we did on the first episode, and then we're like, everybody knows who we are. It's fine. Eh. But just in case you forgot, my name's Casey. We say our names. Yeah, that's true. And this is Luna. And together we make Casey and Luna. <laughs> There's no cool name when you put them together. Nope. Wait, Lunacy. Ooh! Lacey. That's much softer, but also good. <laughs> anyway, sucks to suck, sucker. Kenneth is a zombie now. <sighs> Okay, I'm gonna. I have a list. I'm going to go through yep. it. Be cool. Yeah, do it. I also have a list. So once you hit my points, I'll answer from my own list. Nice. That's the magic of note taking. All right. Are we ready? I was born ready to hear your sweet, sweet mouth make some sweet, sweet words. So, first of all, you undermined my turning her evil. Yeah, screw Ish. you. <laughs> No, I wanted her to be evil. And you (laughs) took her right back around to where you wanted her to be and was just like, oh no, I'm in the right. Everything was fine. Listen, it was too early for that kind of twist. Like, we did so much work for setup and like, I'm thinking long-term story structure here. Listen, okay, listen, listen. listen, I can't help what I pulled out of the little paper bucket. Listen, listen. Mm -hmm. We have a story structure Set up. And now it's time to follow through. I was not about to let you change everything and then we would need more setup. Although technically we did have more setup in this chapter. I'm doing- The whole book is supposed to be set no, up. No, 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 We gotta have some action somewhere. Well, yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, we like had just established things to be true and the story person in me was like, if we immediately change them, like the audience is gonna have, woo, hip lash and- Cannot do that. Fine. Also, I liked her as a nice character. You can make her evil later if you want to. Please don't. I really like her. <laughs> I mean, you can. I can't stop you. Yeah. So, so Lulu's on the side of justice. Fine. I have kept her. I get that you brought him back. In the light. I expected that, but like, Parasite. Spectre? Yeah. I don't know where you pulled that from. I assume My you have future butt. plans for that, but I may screw him up, so. Nope. I really thing. don't. Okay. What? Okay. Keeping up with the mythos of this world when I don't have total mm-hmm. control is like super painful. <laughs> I know I technically introduced the specters being like body snatchers. I don't know. I want, I'm trying to stay in the 80s vibe. And in the 80s vibe genre, everything that I can remember is sort of like zombie esque, sort of brainless, almost quote unquote. I don't think anti Kenneth is brainless. Um, we can talk about that later. Yeah, hold off. I got a list. We're going to follow it. I don't really know what I'm talking about. So, like, if I'm being totally wrong, like, oops, I haven't ingested a lot of content from the 80s. I was super dead back then. What? Yeah. Are you saying being not born yet constitutes being dead? Well, I'm not alive. Therefore, I'm dead. You have to be alive to be dead. You don't know that? Yeah. That's the nature of language. It's, it's the circle of death. Mm-hmm. No. So life, guys, this is, check it out. Life is like an ice cream sandwich. It's two cookies. Those are death. And then life is a little bit of ice cream. It's a little cold, but a little sweet. You know what I'm saying? And then the two cookies are like super hot because like 
You know why. You have to have existed to be dead. This seems a little too, like, philosophical for the content that we normally produce. I think we should Uh, move on. Okay, moving on. Parasite, you stuck a little specter in him while he was still alive? Yeah, mixed it up. Now they can hide in there, latent style. Yeah, you kind of changed the dynamic. I did. I did do that. I had nowhere else to go. This was like the only idea I could think of. And so I was like, I guess we're going with it. Is this the one you were freaking out about when we were recording last time? The one we... When you were like, I pulled the twist. Uh, okay, I have an idea. Um, we're not talking about the twist yet, Famio. Okay. And we're not going to talk about the twist. I'm not giving you any hints, you sly dog. I see what you're doing. <laughs> no, I was just you're trying like, to be like, was this is like this the twist you pulled? Wait, 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 wait. No, I was trying to be like, is this what you were freaking out so nervous about? Also, remember, I pulled two twists. So prepare for that. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, buddy. So, so... Latent specters are now a thing. That means, like, <laughs> as Louise said, as Louise said, anybody could technically have a specter inside them, I would assume, as long as they're alive and have a body. Exactly. But Lulu can sense them. And apparently necromancers can, but Nedjba's not well-trained enough. She sucks. To sense them. She sucks. She's got natural <laughs> ability. Hey, 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 be nice to my girl. Nedjba doesn't suck. Wow, my voice cracked real bad from all the screaming that we have done so far. Um, Villain. Whoever the villain is. I know we didn't outright state who it is, though you said it was probably the High Council. (laughs) Or there's a spy in there. Never trust the government. Yeah. Never trust the government. Nope. You can can make that into a song. Oh, Lord, I hope somebody makes that into a song. Quality content. You could. You have the ability. You have the skills. Shut up. Tool set. Ah, buddy. I do. I'm pretty talented. <laughs> Either way, if it's not them, doesn't matter. We can figure it out as we go. But you yep. gave the villain probable knowledge of Nejma being a necromancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. So they already have Nejma targeted. Or they don't. And it's coincidence. Da-da-da. It could be coincidence. Da-da-da. And like Da-da-da. he just got it because he works in the castle. Yeah. As an onion lord, though, like not really an onion lord. That's not the official title, but like as a kitchen lord. The kitchen lord still has to meet with important people to be like, hey, are you allergic to this? Blah, blah, blah. You like that salad I made? You like this food? What do you want to eat? Hey, have you heard of this thing? It's called. Um. Omelette. And it's really good. You should have heard of omelet. <laughs> but it's a it's like a sleeping bag, but it's open on one side. And it's called omelet and it's made out of eggs. And oh no, it's not sleeping bag size. Oh it's a lot no. smaller. Casey. Yeah. L- let's go. To where? This is a weird tangent. The pillow is vegetables and cheese is your your bedmate. Just go ahead and stick your face right on it. Yeah. Don't worry about the oils and the stuff. It's like a big spaghetti noodle. You just slurp it in one go. (laughs) That is not the right image. It's not easy, but it can be done. Gotcha. Okay. Other one. Here, I'm going to list the three that you said. Fruit Rollums. Yeah, boy. Warm Pockets. Yeah, boy. Pac-Mac cereal. Oh, yeah, you bet. I get that there's supposed to be fruit roll-ups, uh, Hot Pockets, but what? what's the cereal? 
It's Pac-Man cereal. What? What is that? The cherished uh, childhood game, Pac-Man, but I changed it to Pac-Mac. I've never had Pac-Man cereal. It was like a thing in the 80s, and then it died. But all oh, three okay. of these products were in <laughs> all three of these products were invented in 1983. Weirdly enough, I didn't like do that on purpose, but I just like googled foods from the 80s, mm-hmm. and I again like have not presented a source for that. It's literally just if you Google it. Uh, in addition to that, I have airheaded scumbag Bimbet because Bimbo was apparently outdated. Dits dipstick. We came back to barf bag and then bad. Okay, well, mentioning brand names is not slang, but okay. <laughs> it's like eighties words. On, hold on, okay, I'm holding on. Eighties words. Fine, that's fine. Keeping up the atmosphere, mm-hmm. good. But like with the brand stuff, you have established that it somehow links up with our real world timeline to the eighties. You added country roads to your chapter. I know. You can't it's, get on me it's, for adding it can exist Pac-Man. From way in the past. That's fine. Maybe Pac-Man never went out of style. It's like the Hello Kitty of this universe where it's just going. But also, they're in the 80s as far as construction of things. For example, they had space suits in the 80s. I Midway through that sentence, they did. They totally did. So like maybe HP... Hold on. HC, HCP, we got there. It sounds a little mm-hmm. like a drug. HCP suits are like 80s style space suits. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That keeps the space out. Know. You know? You know? So it's not yeah. necessarily a futuristic world. It's got the 80s level technology and the 80s level snackage. Hungry? Okay. For Rollum. That doesn't go bad. Fine. Warm pockets? Great for zombies. One. Roll ups? For roll ups. Love that. Love them. Are you just going to start commenting on my fruit roll ups? Ah, I mean, screw the chapter. Roll up. Yeah. Snacks is what we're going to talk about. Okay, but, 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 do you remember like the fruit roll-ups that you could press on your tongue and you'd get a tongue tattoo? Yes. That was epic. Oh, wait. I'm not thinking about fruit roll-ups. I'm thinking about fruit by the foot. That stuff's better. Fruit by the foot was better, but you didn't get tattoos from fruit by the foot. You just got to pretend you were a big frog if you were me. (laughs) Yes. Or hit people with it. I definitely like helicoptered around and like got hit a bunch of people. In retrospect, like, living in the age that we're living in, not a great idea, germ-wise. Yeah. But my immune system, probably awesome. Warm pockets, I think, is actually better than Mm -hmm. hot pockets. Right? (laughs) Okay. Half frozen, half hot. They're too hot. Yeah. Hot pockets are too hot. I fixed them by calling them warm pockets. I'm an inventor. Hot pockets. Hit me up, give me all your money, and make warm pockets. But if you don't heat them up hot enough, not all of it gets cooked. They're they're warm fully through. They're warm pockets. It's the better hot pocket. I feel like if you figure out how to do that, you'll make so much money. I am working on it. I'm working on it. I have my people working on that right now, actually. Okay. The other one was the part where they're in, in the kitchen uh-huh. and Nejma and Dr. Salisman are fighting. Mm-hmm. And something gets hurled at her. Yeah. When I first read that, I was thinking, what? Telekinesis? Nah, like with her, like with her, with her hand. She just threw she it. She threw it. She just okay. hurled it at her with her hand. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I don't think it's a fight so much as like Nejma is just like yelling at her. She's stressed to the max. Yeah, we figured out what makes her tick, right? Like she has one blood family mm-hmm. member because her parents are obviously out of the picture for whatever reason. Because, you know... 
It's a YA. And so parents uh, did. Yay. Was that the yep. trope we started with? No. Do we have it? Yep. Hey. Um, we do. We did stick to that one. And by we, I do mean me, because I wrote the first chapter. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Casey. Thanks. Look, it is a lot easier. Like, I get why it's a trope. It's really easy to be like, mm, no parents, no problems. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. Jose has a mom. That's cute. A kickin' mom. Like, what a good doctor. I put one line in there about how great of a doctor she is, but she's a great doctor. And you guys didn't hear it because Casey had to edit it out. But as soon as she was like, believing in patience, and that's what makes a good doctor, I was like, oh! Yeah, because like, come on, most doctors. Yeah, the first time a medical professional is like, yeah, I actually don't believe that what you're saying is actually happening. Yeah, there's too many doctors out there that are just sitting for the money and don't actually believe patients or actually want to help them. That's my rant on that. It's a short. Yeah. Keep it. Yeah. Keep it short. Yeah. But that's also like, that's, that's definitely why I put that line in there. I was like, why not just throw a jibe about doctors in there? Cause American doctors whew, don't like them. Usually. Yep. Rip them up. Yeah. For the most part, there are good ones out there. I'm sure never met any of them besides my dad. My daddy, my dad's a good doctor, but besides him, everybody else sucks. <laughs> Suck. Anti Kenneth. Yay! Anti-Kenneth is my boy! I like the name. Thanks. I definitely... Anti-Kenneth. I stole that device from, like, kid shows like Troll Hunters and She-Ra. They have not Enrique and not Hordak on those shows. Um, You guys just (laughs) learned my dirty secret that I watch kids' TV. I mean, usually it's better than adult TV. Okay, but Guillermo del Toro... Guillermo del Tormo... Del Tormo. Del Toro. Del Tormo! Hey, shut up. Did did Troll Hunters... That stuff's good. And also She-Ra... Very good. You all should watch it. I just kissed my fingers. They're in like the Italian amore. It's the gesture. The gesture. I kissed them. I'm an Italian. Ratcha-cha. Ratcha-cha. Anti-Kenneth. You made him an idiot. He's just shoving stuff in his mouth. He's not an idiot. He's new to a body. Okay, but let's think back to the specters of, of old, right? Like they really only have, as far as we've seen, one desire and that's food and like, uh, possession, I guess, is like sort of in the the ballpark. Like they want to like possess and to like slurp up old men, I guess. But like slurp, yep, slurp them. So they're not stupid. I didn't. I'm really like I feel kind of bad because you really did say at the beginning of this process, I don't want to do zombies, and then I was like, no, we won't do zombies. We'll do <sighs> ghosts that turn people into zombies. He's basically a zombie. But, 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 but. We won't do zombies, but we're going to do zombies. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but. I don't think that Anti-Kenneth has no room for growth. Yeah, I guess. You know what I'm saying? The zombie that grew a brain. Listen, here, here, here's like a note on me and like my writing like as a whole. Mm-hmm. I honestly, like I really do like having one character, quote unquote, like one bad creature working with the good gang, creature from the bad side. Because I think that's a cool way for heroes to get insight onto the bad sides going on and study the creature. If it's different than them, if it's not just like a, a person. And like everybody loves a good anti-hero. And also like thematically, I think it's important to hmm. not stereotype creatures as like bad or evil. Unless there's some reason, like if they were created specifically like with only hate in their hearts or they are totally mindless puppets created and controlled by the bad guy. You know, like I don't think specters know they're on the bad side. They have like two modes and it's like must possess must slurp (laughs) 
Good. <laughs> so like, I don't know that they can't learn or function though. It's something we can explore. They are a basic life form that have the ability to grow. Yeah, they're still dynamic. I don't think they're like static and, or at least I don't think anti-Kenneth, I, I think he has the potential to be dynamic. Like obviously he could remain static and like, you know, whatever happens. Just happens. be the comic relief in the background. I don't know. Right. I, I think that is probably most of what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> okay. I have a big issue with like orcs or urgles or like clone troopers. That's from Lord of the Rings. Aragon Some that are basically just representations of like races the author didn't like. Racist. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Also, it's like we need people that we can kill and not feel bad about. What if these guys are just so bad? Look, they're ugly mm-hmm. and monstrous, meaning there's no way they could possibly have any good. It's not like that orc had like a family, you know, like it's bullcrap. It's bullcrap. So I didn't want the specters to be like the things you could just kill. And so I was like, here's a good way to make sure that we have at least one specter that is dynamic, potentially. Well, we hadn't killed any so far. You, well, she was just like, ah, go away. Right. And then they did. Uh, preventing. This is preventative care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you good guys are going to kill people, your good guys are going to be good guys with, you know, some moral quandaries. Like, it's lazy writing to just be like, ah, it doesn't count. You know? Hey, hey, hey. Lazy hey, writing. I got a Casey joke for you. Ah, lay it on me. Like a warm, warm. Um, pancake. Moral quandary in the mortal quarry. Huh? Hey! <laughs> I loved it. I figured I you loved would. It. It's a Casey joke. I loved it. So but much. also, I love the use of it's a Casey Harley joke. from Jose. Yeah, just a quiet, gnarly. <laughs> it was cute. Very cute. And I loved it. Jose's a babe. He's a sweet baby child. Yeah. The more that we write about Jose, the more that I love him. Nejma, I want to see her. Do some stuff. I want to see her go crazy. If this is her in chapter five, like let's say we do like 10 or 15 chapters, like things are going to get, things are going to get wild up in here. By the end of it, she's going to be the outgoing one. Oh, I, yeah. Well, maybe we'll see. We'll see. Cause she could, she could be like dead. You never know. <laughs> True. I mean, like, she could just die. <laughs> that didn't mean to come out so threatening. <laughs> that didn't mean to come out. You try to change threat. my character. I'll kill her. Kill <laughs> well, her. she could just die. You can't use her anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watch out. Nejma and Luna. I'm not going to kill you, but I can, I can kill Nejma. I have that power. Also cool for establishing an age for Kenneth. She's yeah. like, uh, eight years. Yeah. Yeah. They have a pretty big gap. I mean, it's not, it's kind of normal. I have a 10 year gap for my littlest brother. Do you really? Wow. Yeah. I have a six year gap for my littlest and only brother. <laughs> okay. Wow. We're learning new things about each other every day. Mm-hmm. 26 is like a really nice age to be working in the castle? That means he graduated college, which I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely... He just got in there. And again, we haven't really seen him, but like from how Nejma's talked about him, he has the vibe like he just got this job and he's really proud of it. Do you understand? Like, I have the best job ever. I'm in the castle. Yeah. You know, like, it hasn't been like long enough that he's like, yeah, I'm kitchen lord, whatever. I do this. <laughs> just jaded about it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, he hasn't really started, like, the customer service portion of his job yet where he has to, like, really deal with people. Mm-hmm. So he's still super pumped about it. I would say he's, like, pretty new from what I... I'm saying from what I gathered, like, I didn't write the content, but, like, <laughs> um, when he came in, he's like, I have food. Like, come on, you can't do this now. Like, this is my job. Like, he's still sort of like, you got to taste the thing I made. It's not like yeah. his years in where he's like, it's beef stew. It's beef stew again. 
I made be food too. and you have to eat it. You can't go to that filthy diner with diner food. Gross. I'm a chef. I'm an artiste. Good. Thanks. Also, dude, sorry, this is a side note. Chanel Stamp. <laughs> she wasn't in the last chapter and I almost forgot she existed. I'll be honest, I kind of forgot about her, but <laughs> I it does make did. sense. Yeah. <laughs> it does make sense that uh, she wouldn't actually bring her out if she already has one ghost to worry about in the diner. Like today, literally midway through reading this chapter out loud for like the last time, broke off in a cold sweat and was like, Chanel Stamp. It's also a lot of characters to keep track of. It's a lot of characters. That's a lot of damage. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because one of them doesn't really speak, and the other one speaks in like a zombie surfer voice. A zombie surfer voice. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, the specter's in his body, so it has his vocal cords. Like, that's where the sound is coming from. So I didn't want it to be like, brains! Yeah, but it's hard to make him sound like a specter with dude voice. Yeah, he really does just sound like a zombie, doesn't he? Souls. Souls. You guys want to hit up some waves? You get those gnarly pounders. Narbra. Smack the lip. Yeah. Whoop out. <laughs> <laughs> Drop down. Smack it. Whoop out. Drop down. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, hit up the internet. Wink. Eh, yeah. But you also made my suits a reality. I did. Interesting. Well, they it was were dropped in. Established fiction. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And then Nejma said, I don't know if you remember, but Nejma was like, uh, they're totally bogus. And Luis was like, well, they're better than nothing. So they still could be bogus. Well, they still could be bogus. Really? They literally could go to Marinon Mountain and they could be like, HCP suits. Now those are fake. But, like, this is their best bet. Bro, I finally named the mountain. Yeah, right? that was my next one. Demon Wall? Right? What is yeah. up with that? Demon Wall. I didn't get to pick it. I just uh, uh, generated it, and I was like, I guess it's Demon Wall now. <laughs> um, it sounds like a book for a fourth grader. Hey, shush. Demon Wall. Your mouth. It is wall that is a demon. Whoa, crazy. Wall demon. Hey. Also, that's, like, super ominous. I know. It is... Also a mountain that is full of potentially, like, soul-eating, dead body How obvious. No. They picked, they're like, hmm, which mountain? Marinon? That doesn't sound ominous. Demon wall. Let's go inside that mountain. Yeah. Which, okay. I did realize, like, literally just now at this exact moment that, like, they could just bail. Like, they're not bad people, so they won't. But, like, they're in a bunch of mountains, and it's only their mountain that's at Jeopardy mm-hmm. that we've established. Heroes can't do that. I mean, I assume the once this mountain is taken over, like, they'll move on. It be, like, but one like, of those cool books where they try to bail, and then they end up in the thick of it anyway. Da-da-da! Well, I mean, next chapter's on you, babe. Babe? I mean, Nedjma was into it. Doesn't seem like she's going to change her mind. Yeah, she's pretty stubborn, I feel like. And Jose, I mean, he was pretty okay with going in the first place. Jose seems like he's just happy to be included. I mean, he doesn't seem like the kind of boy that would assume he's not included. So that's, that's there. I'm saying right now, he's also a, yep, Yep. that's what he is. He's also a, yep, dynamic character. So he can change. Right now, I'm I'm getting a little bit more of like a passive voice from him. But he can grow. He can change. That's the magic of literature. I don't know why I'm doing these like weird little it's like a rainforest kids rap where it's like, now we're going to hit the rainforest. 
look, there's oh, a no. parent. Do you work <laughs> for PBS like, now? I well, you ruined my surprise. Everybody, my new job is at PBS as lead rapper. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, it was a poor choice. That's totally believable. I really don't know why they they did it. PBS, if you're listening, you made the wrong choice. Fire yeah. me, please. But speaking of like just the rainforest is the magical out. place. At what? Speaking of just dipping out, I thought you were. And, uh, I thought you were saying like dipping out, like podcast is over. Bye. Uh, no, <laughs> just taking a plane. They're gonna be stowaways. Also, you establish planes yeah. is how they travel. You You're didn't be have to stowing away, bro. You literally said flight in the last chapter. Yeah, but I was thinking more like balloons. Well, it's the '80s, so they have planes. Whatever. Beep boop. Beep boop beep boop beep boop beep boop beep boop beep sound like beep boop beep boop. Yeah, well, in the 80s they did. You guys can't prove me wrong. I mean, they all sounded like synths. Yeah, yeah, that's actually how they sounded. It was weird. The 80s was a weird time. But interesting. But yeah, they do have to stow away on a plane. And like, this seems really difficult. But again, I've been thinking a lot about the 80s as a time period. And this is going to suck to say, it's not very funny. It was pre 9-11. So security in airports was, and not to say 9-11 like will happen in this fictional universe, but the security of the 80s was like fairly lax as far as like planes go. So like it's totally yeah. doable. Also, I have accident, accidentally, accidentally got on the wrong plane. It's not unfeasible to do it even <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. I have gone to the wrong destination by myself. It was a nightmare. Where did you go? LAX, baby. Not supposed to be there, but it was Where a were you fun supposed time. to go? I was supposed to go to Ohio. Boring. Go to LA. It was a lot shorter of a flight than I was anticipating. So I was very confused. And then I realized I was in LAX. And then I was like, <laughs> help? And they were like, oh, oops. RB, I guess. And I was like, yeah, really, really was your B. Maybe you should have checked my ticket. A little better, I guess. They did, like, check my ticket, which is why I was so... Anyway, this is a story that doesn't matter. I'm just saying, it's pretty easy to stow away on a plane. (laughs) So I've heard from myself and my memories. Also, a big kind of recurring theme from 80s stories and actually in the 80s is kids just, like, doing whatever the heck they want. Just, like, riding bikes to the park, riding down to the river, poking some dead bodies, whatever, with a stick. I, I did do that in my childhood, though. Yeah. I had a messed up childhood. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Did you almost get hit by a train and then your friend died in a fire or something like that, pony boy? Um, I did almost get hit by a train as an adult. That's because I was on train tracks. That was during college. This is not, again, relevant to what we're talking about. (laughs) It's on the topic of kids being allowed to do whatever the heck they want without much supervision. Yeah. I do love that Jose's mom is like, yeah, go, I guess. <laughs> like, bye. Go down the mountain where you could possibly die. I'm a doctor and a mom. I'm a, I'm a doctor and a mom. I'm totally allowing this. I think that she... I needed her to cooperate, okay? Like, I needed <laughs> her to cooperate. You needed the Deus Ex. I really did. Maybe she'll show up in the next chapter on the plane. Like, I knew you would do this, so I decided to come too. And then the group will just keep getting bigger. That would be a little tough to handle, but... But it would be nice to have a doctor on board. We could just have, like, a whole, like, super OP squad where it's we have, like, one person for everything. You sick? Dr. Alexander. 
Isn't Dr. Louise Saltzman a doctor? She is. And I didn't think about that until now. Right now, actually. Mm-hmm. She was a human doctor for human bodies. In my brain, I'm like, she's a ghost doctor. She treats ghosts. But that's not Was true. it established that she was a human doctor for human bodies? She, she worked in the hospital. She said she worked w- during a time where necromancy was okay. So I imagine she was sort of working on people's deathbeds. Like, working in high-stakes situations. Yeah. Again, not established. She could be like, ha, joke's on you guys. I was a foot doctor. Good. I know nothing. You know, that option's open. It would be really confusing why she'd be in a hospital. But you never can tell with these doctor types. Either way. I don't trust doctor. You left me with a bunch of weird stuff to continue. And uh, I want to die. Hey, that'd be fitting and thematic. But, okay, okay, let's take a second here to compare the last two chapters. You added the High Council, the me- mm-hmm. miasma, which I didn't actually use the word, but the toxic air of the below place, um, mm-hmm. another mountain, flight travel, you didn't say what kind, but you added flight travel, and you mm-hmm. killed Kenneth. I was working with what I had, and I didn't okay. add... Okay. I'm not done. I'm not done. I didn't add anything else except for calling the suits that you added H uh, fictionally. C- I said they were suits. Fake. Well, I needed something. Okay, we needed to get off this mountain. I did forget until today about the fact that Luis in your chapter was like, oh, there is something a necromancer can do. But I added a little blurb in. You guys heard it where Luis is like, that's the last resort. Let's check the suits first because danger. Danger. That's, that's, that's danger. For, for those of you who are crazy people. I don't think that's going to catch on. Danger? Maybe, if you keep saying oh, it. Oh, dangerous. Oh, danger it. Oh, danger it. Oh, danger. <laughs> it's like dang, <laughs> but even worse. Danger. But it's not dangest. Yes. Dangest is when it's real bad, you know? Buddy's Grim, where you can catch the dangest memes. Don't yawn. Yep. Hey, I heard that. Don't yawn. I'm tired. Dude, it's like the morning for you. It's like 11 o'clock at night for me. Hey, guys. I still haven't sh- been able to sleep lately. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, doing the, I'm doing the podcast. Podcast. I'm up. No, you're Luna. No, I'm from the movie Up. I'm the old man. I did suspect. I did suspect that you were secretly an old man. You look great for your age. Not the good one. I'm like the evil cranky one. Oh, okay. That does make more sense. Just given your personality <laughs> and like general demeanor. I don't think we should keep that bit in either because Disney will well, get big mad. Know. You don't You didn't even say any of their names. I said up. Okay. They don't own the word up. No, but we talked about the teens. Oh no. Ellie's dead. Oh no. They can't get me for saying that. I could be talking about a different Ellie. Maybe imaginary Ellie the Pomeranian is now dead, or maybe it's Carl's wife. Okay, I have one last thing. So, for my readers out there, you guys have the ability to read this, uh, or at least the beginning part that is scripted and not this, which is so obviously not. Um, <laughs> yeah. Louise has no E on the end of it. No, it should be Louis. It's Louis, yeah, or Louis. Her. But that, it, it was generated with no E. Am I right? Yes. That's what I thought. Okay. So for everyone reading it, it's not like a consistent typo. It is how we got it. She was definitely called a woman 
I guess we're still going to pronounce it Luis because I'm not here to change it now. No, changing recordings is annoying. Let's just say there's a silent E, guys. And if anyone asks, sucks to suck, sucker. Sucker. It's fine. Yeah. I just I just felt like we should talk about it so we didn't not talk about it. You know, <laughs> you're picking up what I'm throwing down. Yeah. You I mean, I forgot about it again. Lifting what I have dropped. That's how that saying goes, right? You hoisting. Hoisting the anchor. What I have bared. You hefting what I have plopped. <laughs> Ew, <gross. laughs> God. Oh, no. I'm good. Anyway, well, that's it for me, dogs. Chapter five. Truth. Take me home to the place. I'm locked. In the sky. Marin on mountain. Next to Demon Wall Mountain. The it's got a weirdness toxic. Hey. <laughs> Country road in the sky. How much of this do you expect me to keep? Like all of it. That's how books work, bro. No, I mean, keep going. I expect you to move on to the part where they get in the airplane. No, 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 no. Like heading in the direction that you thought you were writing, like for your plan. You can change it up. Here's my thing, though. Story structure. I'm going to go back to it. I always will. We've done so much work together, collectively, to set up this world and sort of this problem Mm-hmm. That Nejma, like in your chapter and in like most of mine, waffled between saying yes to. So it's two chapters of will I, won't I? And like we gotta get started with some action here. Like we gotta move to the next step, I feel oh, like. Oh, I know they gotta go somewhere. Also, it's an adventure. So they gotta be moving and grooving. Like they've been sort of in the same two locations for five chapters now. Hey, hey, I sent him to another one. You did. You sent him to a diner, but that does not count as an adventure, I feel like. No, but there always has to be that like liminal space where things are going on. It's weird, but it's also vaguely normal. And it's just an odd combination. But now, now I feel like it's like we're ready to like get off this mountain or at least out of Vestiniog and Tunstead. I feel like it maybe we should try to actually solve the problem that we've set up yeah and move in that direction unless it's like turns out that like the specters are actually for good and they're trying to save the everybody problem. turns the, out the problem the, isn't the problem, the problem. But yeah that's sometimes how things go but yeah but like it it i should probably relate to the whole specter thing somehow you know you, i was literally about to do you picking up what i'm throwing down thing again <laughs> i have a limited number of jokes and i've expended them all the next podcasts are going to be very stoic. I'll be waiting. Do you have anything left on your list? That was a little bit threatening. <laughs> um, we have talked for no, a, quite a while. That was it. We have talked for quite a while. <laughs> Look at us talking and stuff. Should we move on to the twist, Lance? Let's move on to you guessing your gosh dang twist. Okay. Now, I picked two last week, and I forget everything. The rules, Um, if I guess one... Of the two, I only have to draw one. Okay. Well, I'm not going to lie. I did not make it too difficult. So you should be okay. Okay, but I haven't reviewed the list yet. So hold on. Well, <clears throat> get your act together. Tower gets name drop? No. I thought you were guessing. I was like, oh my. Oh my. No, that didn't happen. That's a dumb guess. 
Oh, shoot. That's I should be dumbest. moving my mic so you can hear me. I haven't been able to hear you this whole time. Luna, now is a really good opportunity to tell you that I'm deaf. I have just been winging it on these podcasts. That's not a good profession for a podcaster. No, I'm just really good at reading lips. Again, this is a podcast and this is a call. Interesting. I'm just imagining your lips and I'm just filling in the blanks. Okay. Hashtag talent. I'm what they call a renaissance man. I want to point out this one. <laughs> this one is just written so crazy. He, she, they doesn't love him, her, them. I'm being inclusive. I could have just said they don't love them. <laughs> really hard to read. He, she, me, they. Wombo. Wombo. The study of wombology. It's first grade, SpongeBob. Nobody had dreams. Nobody has any dreams in this series. It's not a... Oh, God, it's not a series. Whoa, that'd be crazy. No, I don't know no, if I want to do that much no, work on it, though. No, I don't. I love it. I can't... There's a limited amount I can do because a series means more mythos. No, mm-hmm. no, no. I got two guesses so far. Hold on. Okay, make one of them. No. Oh. I'm okay. going to I'm gonna try to be a little smarter about this because there's... Oh, look at you using are... your brain. Oh, my name's Luna. <laughs> Have forethought. Hey, guys, it's me. Luna has stepped out. So in the interim, I'll treat you with my thoughts on various... Hmm, what did they have in the 80s? Things. 80s, we're Googling. Toys and games. Popples. What? Transformers. Fine. My Little Pony. No, no. Speak and spell. Cool. Pound puppies. Sad, but okay. Care Bears. Better than My Little Pony. Teddy Ruxpin? I don't know. Cabbage Patch Kids. Not my vegetable of choice. Light Bright. The best. Viewmaster. Fine. Strawberry Shortcake. Delicious, but not what I think they were going for. Color Forms. Don't know what that is. Fisher Price. That's a brand. Star Wars. Also, I guess a brand? Spirograph? Is that a toy? Easy Bake Oven? Yes. The Wuzzles? That didn't last. Etch-a-Sketch? That lasted. Glowworm? Will haunt my nightmares. The Smurfs? Fine. Barbie? Think I've heard of her. G.I. Joe, which as we all know, is short for Get It Joe? Doll! If you Google 80s toys and games, eventually you just get to Doll. Hey, Luna's back. What? The party can continue. I was reviling the listeners with 80s themed toys. Okay. I wonder if you're going to keep all that. They're going to love it. Okay. I get three guesses. Yeah. I hope one of these four is one of the two that you got. You have good odds. Okay. Blood. So much blood. You did it! That's one of them! Yay! Yeah, that one was pretty obvious. In the original draft, I literally wrote, the front of Jose's shirt was drenched in blood. So much blood. And then I cut it because I was like, (laughs) we can't do that. It's way too obvious. But yes, that is one of my two. You want to try and guess the second one? Sure. Was it somebody snaps? No. No, but that didn't happen. No, that's some Thanos-level stuff. We're not there yet. Mm. A ghost apparition appears. You say that every time, and every time it's true, but that's not, that's not it. Eh, new character? No. No. You're the last one? I'll read it slow and sultry. Okay. <clears throat> Something important doesn't exist. Kenneth! What? 
Because because remember, he does exist though. Yeah, but you okay, said he was is, there. Okay, I did sort of stretch this one. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> one in the last chapter, you stretched yours too. So I felt like I had some leeway. Fine. See, it's not fun on the other side, is it? <laughs> um, but also, Lulu, I keep calling her Lulu, even though in the text we have not once referred to her as Lulu. Well, I think once we did. Mm-hmm. Lulu, or Dr. Saltzman, whichever, says almost verbatim, for now we should treat Kenneth as if he doesn't exist. So I was trying to like... Yeah, that was a little out of place. I gotcha. I was trying okay. to like clue you in, because like for now, like Kenneth doesn't necessarily exist as the driver. Yeah. So it was a little bit of a stretch. But that's what I do. Uh, yeah, that one was weird. But I got one of them. You did. You did it first try. I'm proud of you. It was at the bottom of my list. You're all so grown up. Oh, really? Well, I'm glad you did that one first. I got my slippies. Let's see. What do I pick? Just one. Just one. I just realized that actually makes it harder for the I guesser. I got a one. You like it? You feel good? <sighs> <laughs> no, but I feel like it had to happen anyway. Whoa. Uh, I forgot how much I don't like being on this side. <laughs> I got my twist. Yay. I got it. Yay. You did it. And you sound so excited. Uh, I don't want to write this next one. You really, you're just like oozing with enthusiasm. You're enthusing. <laughs> uh, until next time. Stay creative. Bye. Bye! Until next time, stay creative. And stay grim. Decided? You'll help me? It's exactly the same. Uh, they put a specter, my brother? Uh, dude, <laughs> excuse me, uh, do you know what's going on right now? Have you been around for the last, like, half of this chapter? <laughs> That's where I thought you were going when you started with, uh, uh they put a specter, my brother, so. Uh... <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, that Excellent. was the next one. <laughs> You're gonna have that in the credits. <laughs> I'm trying an alternative, alternative Louise. Um, this is what she lets her, she lets her hair Excellent. down. She's like, she's fun loving Louise. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> Nedjima takes a Nedjima- long drag of her <laughs> flask. Kenneth. <laughs> It's been a long day for Ned. <laughs> Kenneth! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was really thirsty. Oh boy, here we go. It's New so... voice. No, it's not that. I Ooh. chose the voice earlier today. Here we go. <laughs> Let's go. Good soul. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds so bad. He okay. sounds like a surfer dude. I know, I Good know. Good okay. Cool. <laughs> Hee-hoo. Big summer blowout. Hee-hoo peanut. peanut.